Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 17. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I am Jafet de Oliveira. Okay, Jafet, you are the praying person, so. Yeah, I do am. Yeah, I will indeed. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again for today. I want to thank you for a new day, a uh, fresh start. Uh, God, as we pause, as we think about all that you are, we think about this passage uh, and the version that we're going to read today. May we find this insight, may we find the application in our lives. God, look after our families, look after those that we we know, those that we are going to interact today as well, and may we express the love that you've called us to in a new way with them. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, it's my favorite day, Tuesday, the message, (laughs) translation. Um, You know, it's a paraphrase, correct? Yes. So I teach writing. One thing that I always teach about paraphrasing is that a paraphrase is supposed to be the same length as the original. These are never the same length. It's always so much longer. I wonder, and I am the reading person because Jafit, you know, can't read. Yeah, what? And I can't pray. Yeah, No, it is very long. I it wonder. Does, or are you going to say something? No, I was just wondering whether Eugene ever makes a paraphrase makes section. Makes it shorter? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see as we go through the entire Bible. We will. Sure we, we will. will. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a big party and fireworks yeah, we'll and say, stuff. If one day it is a shorter paraphrase <laughs> than the original. Okay, subtitle here is Developing Patience. By entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with Him, make us fit for Him, we have it all together with God because of our Master Jesus. And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that He has already thrown open His door to us. We find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's glory, or God's grace and glory standing tall and shouting our praise. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He didn't and doesn't wait for us to get ready. He presented himself for this sacrificial death when we were far too weak and rebellious to do anything to get ourselves ready. And even though we hadn't been so weak, we wouldn't have known what to do anyway. We can understand someone dying for a person worth dying for, and we can understand how someone good and noble could inspire us to selfless sacrifice. But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. Now that we are set right with God by means of this sacrificial death, the consummate blood sacrifice, there is no longer a question of being at odds with God in any way. If when we were at our worst, we were put on friendly terms with God by the sacrificial death of his son, now that we're at our best, just think of how our lives will expand and deepen by means of his resurrection life. Now that we have actually received this amazing friendship with God, 
We are no longer content to simply say it in plodding prose. We sing and shout our praises to God through Jesus the Messiah. Wow. I would love to put Paul and Eugene in the same room and said, hey, you guys write the letter of the Romans. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they would have battled the doubt. And let's see if you can do it in less than 100 words. Yeah, that's good. Well, okay, so then uh, I thought, you know, in, in honor of actually having a, a, a paraphrase and having a really, you know, short question, a short uh, passage, we should have a really uh, short question, but actually I've got a really long question as well. It has two sentences. Yeah, here we go. In which areas of your life would you rather be told what to do and in which areas would you like to be involved in deciding for yourself and what makes the difference? Now, what were you thinking with this question? I don't know. You don't know? No, I have no idea. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I was going to say that actually seems possible. It does seem possible. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I just wrote random I questions. I got it from a big book of questions. Yeah, I, I have this secret book of questions, and I just like, oh, that would well, be a great like, question inside there. Which part of this is talking about what you'd like to be told to do and what you want to decide for yourself? Like, where does it talk about that? Oh, I, I have no idea. You'll have to read The Daily Walk to see. Well... Mm, yeah, I know. Let's just I pretend know. that we're going to have a conversation let's, here. Let's encourage people to actually uh, to go through that process and read the Daily Walk and see if they can actually pull out where that question comes from. Okay, and if fine. you read the Daily Walk, it's at boulder.church uh, forward slash daily. And maybe if they read that, they'd actually see where this question comes out of. But a little clue, a little clue inside here is this, is that... Uh, let me repeat the question one more time. In which areas of your life would you rather be told what to do? In which areas would you like to be involved in deciding yourself? What makes the difference inside here? What do you think um, a new creature, a new creation looks like with God? Does he want you to... Oh, I see where you're going. Um, yeah. yeah, whether you're supposed to follow kind of a playbook. Yeah, or just... Or, and, and I think there's a lot of people who actually would rather just just be told what to do right and god's saying yeah i really i really kind of want you to be engaged in this well yeah but it's the kind of thing where i want you to be engaged with this um in the sense that i want you to you know make your own choices but you better i'm thinking of a number between one and <laughs> a trillion and what is it and I hope often you pick, I feel I that people, six. when people act like, they, oh, I just want you to make your own choice, or yeah. oh, I want you to, no, they have some particular thing that they're wanting you to do, and they're just hoping that you will come to it, yeah. but the chances of you doing that are slim. So does God, does God that work that way, or is God actually saying, hey, the choice that you make, I'm going to work with you? I think the latter. But in answer to your question, what areas I that was would a great you like to be told to do? Areas in which I am incompetent, I would like to be told what to do. Uh, like with my taxes, mm. I'd like to have some guidance. Just tell oh, me I do too. Like what I'm supposed to pay or do yeah. or whatever. Thank you. I don't need to understand the tax code. I don't want to. Um, anything to do with my car, I would really just like to have somebody fix it and make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So most things mechanical and um, tax-oriented, I guess. <laughs> Um, I was thinking, what else? You remember when I you remember when I went and uh, and saw that uh, the second round of doctors with my cancer, and uh, he he literally just this doctor just oh, gave, gave me the you book. a book chapter and said read this and decide what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. It, with a medical situation, I would prefer that somebody who has expertise tells me yeah. what the right decision. Whereas I was, or what they would do. 
You yeah. know, I understand that sometimes there isn't a clearly a right decision. There might be three or four things. No, it's true. That would be workable. But I, I would want somebody who knows more than I do to give me some advice on that, not just be like, hey, you know, you can read. Go figure it out. I, I would think that going to medical school actually does make some sort of a difference, I would hope. Yeah, but then I was sharing so that with a friend the other day, and they were useful. saying to me, oh, they would love to have a doctor just give them options, and then they get to decide. Well, you always have options, but your decisions are likely to be really stupid based on the fact well, that you don't know anything. They're actually really smart at that kind of stuff, maybe, and so maybe it was wiser for them. But for me, I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness, no, not at all. I don't want to read that chapter. No, and try I and work do it feel out. like I'm pretty happy to defer to experts about things that I don't know anything about. So, do you think that we find that way that we're happy to defer to God, or do you find that that's actually really difficult well, because I don't God find feels that I have any choice in deferring to God? God is in control of the universe. I live within a system that everything about it, like I don't get to decide how anything works. I breathe air. You know, I'm yeah, subject to yeah, gravity. There yeah. are certain things that they're not up to me to decide. Um, I think almost nothing is up to me to decide, really. I think most of the things that we think of as decisions or free will are kind of small, petty. I get to pick my own shirt today, you know, like I'm four years old or something. <laughs> and like, who cares? I'm going to wear the purple one. Anybody, you know, I would never wear a purple shirt. No. That simply never have. No. Although I have. I've had well, you like purple. Yeah, I, I do like purple. Purple's the only color I, I don't I don't wear purple. No, and I would not today, but, you know, I have in the past enjoyed purple quite a bit. But, you know, it's another subject for another day. So I, I think that actually that, that's actually something worth wrestling through just because um, I think it's really easy to kind of like float through and say, hey, you know what, I've actually allowed God to be involved in the decisions and these big things that I do with my life and maybe... Maybe you do, maybe you don't, or maybe you don't intentionally ever hand them over to God, or maybe you do intentionally hand them over to God, or maybe well, they doesn't just make any kind of difference whether I hand it over to God or not. Well, it I does. mean, letting letting God be part of my decisions. It's like if God decides that He wants a decision to go a certain way, then I'm thinking the omnipotence is probably going to kick in, and that's going to oh, have some effect on how oh, it works out, right? I see. I see. So but I think this that, this is then, an, an illusion. Of, oh, let me see, should I let God be involved or should I not? Like, you don't have a so choice. There's, so there's no free will? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you see, that's where I you and I would differ I don't know that for sure. I actually do believe there is free will. Mm. What if um, my free will to make a certain decision overrode something that God wanted to do that was part of his big master plan? Yeah. You know, that we always hear that there is. He would have to override me in order for that plan to work out. He'd have to override any number of people in order for all the chess pieces to move into place for whatever to happen. Yes. You know, so I think ultimately, there is if no my choice. will and God's will are intention, my will is going to lose. It doesn't mean that I don't have a choice to try to go ahead and do whatever it is that I want to do. I'm not going to be stopped in that, you know, like my hand literally stopped. But I think that if those two things come in tension, God is always going I think to there's win. A, I think there's a difference between uh, the the choices of what we get to choose of where our life is going and how um, the entire plan of salvation is working out. Well, yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. But I mean, the free will and the, the power for us to decide and how engaged we want to have God be part of this, that's actually up to us to decide that. And that's the privilege that we have. And I think that's... What I'm suggesting in this question here is that do we want God to be involved? 
really in our lives? Of course. Like I, I would like to, you know, if I have two choices, should I move here? Should I move there? Yeah. Which one is going to be the better thing for my life? Because often you don't know. You don't know yeah. what the consequences of a choice are going to be. But I've never felt this big sense that God is like, well, you should do this one. Mm. Yes. You know, it's like, I, like I don't know. Um, you pick the thing that seems reasonable. I actually think that's what everybody has to do. You, we pick the most logical or the most the one that makes common sense. But you have no idea long term whether that's going to be a you good don't or bad afterwards. thing, what all the knock-on effects of that are going to be. So, yeah, of course I would like God knowing the end from the beginning mm-hmm. to be able to help me with those things, but I have never had that feeling of, yes, this is definitely where God wants me to go. I don't feel yeah. that. I've, I've had, never felt that. I've had people come and say things to me like saying, hey, this is def- you know, definitively, this is God's will for my life. I know this. And they have certain levels of peace or they attribute that this is God's will. Uh, well, I, I think they, they probably make. do feel yeah. this. Yeah. I just don't. Like I, I don't have any right to question what somebody else feels or thinks. Um, I just think I, I, don't, I, I can't tell whether... If I had a feeling like that, that would just be because I really want to do this and therefore it feels like it must be God's will. Yeah. Because um, do you ever feel, I think this is really God's will to do something that you really don't want to do? Mm. I, Does anybody ever I, feel that way? I have felt at times that God has called me to a place where I where was you like, didn't oh, want to go there? Mm, that was Like hard. you were like Jonah going to Nineveh? Yeah, I have, I've felt that way sometimes about some things, but yeah, absolutely. But... You know what? I, I didn't even I stopped looking at the clock by oh, accident. We over oh, time? well over time. Oh, so dear. we have to th- think about this today. Um, in which areas of your life would you rather be told what to do? In which areas would you like to be involved in deciding yourself? What makes a difference? Look after each other. Reflect on this passage. Live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.